Having an addiction doesn't mean your brain is defective. It doesn't mean your brain is broken, but it probably does mean you're using your brain for the wrong thing. Our brains are wired up exactly as they're supposed to be. We all have this chemical called dopamine, which is designed to motivate us towards things. And I, it's just that when we put that superpower, which is what it really is, in the wrong direction, it just doesn't yield good results. So I want to take a look at today how we can take the same characteristics in someone that makes them an addicted person. Those are actually the same characteristics that will make someone a wildly successful person. All that we need to do is redirect the energy and the focus. And I think that's a lot healthier and actually a lot more accurate way to look at it than all of the pathologizing that has been done with calling addiction a disease. There's some reasons why they call it a disease. There is some positive towards saying that. For one, calling it a disease many years back helped people to be able to access help because it reduced the stigma and it let insurance companies pay for people to get help for addiction. So there's some good that comes of that. And yes, there are some brain changes, some actual changes in the way your brain works when you develop an addiction. I definitely wouldn't call it a disease. And I don't even know that I would call it and say it's messed your brain up. I think it's your brain doing exactly what it was designed to do. It is designed to seek pleasure. It's designed to keep you motivated. And it's that way on purpose. It's just that now that we live in a society where we have so much abundance, we've sort of tricked our brain into giving us that feeling that we're supposed to get somewhere else from these sources, which can lead us into a sort of a counterproductive pathway, if you will. I definitely think there is such a thing as addictive personality. It's usually also pretty synonymous with someone who has ADHD, which also makes you prone to having addiction. But even ADHD, I don't know that I would see as like a brokenness or an illness. It's really just a different personality type. I heard someone say today, ADHD is really just what they call personality E, a different personality type, personality E for entrepreneur. And I love that. I was like, man, that is bang on target right there. That is exactly right. It's just a different brain type to create a different type of person because you're built as this personality type E to do different things. Most counselors and family and friends, people say, you got to live a balanced life. And I've always been not on board with that, probably because I'm one of those ADHD personality type addicted type people myself. And I'm like, eh, balance is boring. <laughs> not that some people are just better at that. I'm not so great at that. And I think that trying to take people that have addictions and make them balanced, I think that's the wrong thing to do because I don't think that's the way their brain is meant to function. And instead of trying to change their entire operating system, if we look at that operating system and say, what is this designed to do? And how can we put this person or let help them build a life around doing what they're supposed to do? They'll be wildly successful. If you think about it, Anybody that's ever done anything great in this world, they weren't balanced at all. You can't be balanced and do 
spectacular things, right? Because if you're balanced, you don't have enough time and energy to put towards any one thing in your life to do anything fabulous. If you think about people like Steve Jobs or Nikola Tesla or Ben Franklin or anybody else who's done anything really cool and miraculous, they weren't balanced. They were addicted. It's just that they used their addiction, their obsession, their like relentlessness. They're like, I will not stop until I get what I want. They just put it in a productive direction. And there are some reasons why it's productive because it gets things done. But even on a biological level, which we'll talk about in just a second about brain chemical wise, why it's more productive and effective and efficient. Those are just addicted people like harnessing their superpower. So if you're one of those people, or if you care about someone who is one of us peoples who tends to be over the top about everything, who tends to be all in and out of control and overboard on everything they do, then I think you should consider that a good thing. And I think we should stop telling people like there's something wrong with them. Some of those people end up with addictions that we recognize. And then other times they just end up being people that other people see as like over the top or excessive. This past Sunday was Easter Sunday and I was, we were going to go to my bestie's house for Easter dinner and I was supposed to bring the sweet potato crunch, which is fantastic. Of course you have to have that. And I was also supposed to bring the broccoli salad. I was in the kitchen and I was like making this stuff. And my husband comes by. He's like, why are you making so much broccoli salad? He's like, oh my God, you all, everything you do is you always do 10 times more than is needed. I'm, and I just laughed. And I said, dude, that's my brand. Have you met me? Like, everything I do has got to be excessive and over the top. If you guys had this little window into my other life, other than on YouTube, you would see that I'm excessive with everything. You see my Christmas decoration. You see a birthday party. If I have a birthday party, it's going to be over the top. It's just the way that I do. And so when he said that to me, I didn't take it as an insult. I laughed and I almost took it as a compliment. I was like, yeah, that's me over the top. And I just want you guys to know that like literally there were two servings of broccoli salad left and those two servings got fall over. So it was not too much. Anyways, just putting that out there, Donnie, just saying, but he is right about me in general and that everything is over the top. It's too much of, and that's okay. And that is exactly who you are. If you are one of those addicted personality types, you are meant to be obsessive. You are meant to be over the top. You were designed to be one of these. I won't give up until I get what I want. People, you are just using your powers for the wrong thing because there's nothing at the end of the addiction rainbow. There's no accomplishment to get. There's no sense of satisfaction. There's no sense of you did something helpful for yourself or for anyone else. It's just empty. And so it's like you're chasing down this lane that only leads to more and more emptiness. And that's why it's counterproductive. But when you take that same person and you take that addicted part out, that thing that they're chasing unproductively, what naturally happens is they shift it into another avenue. Now, a lot of people call it shifting addictions, which can happen. You could quit one substance and start doing another substance, but you could also quit one substance and then your obsessiveness just turns towards something else. And the key there is just to harness it and direct it in some direction that's in 
important to you. Some way that at the end of it, you feel good about it. That's the difference. When you chase an addiction, at the end of it, you feel terrible about yourself. And when you chase anything else addictively, you feel good at the end of it because you feel like you accomplished something. You feel proud of yourself about something. Brain chemical wise, there's nothing wrong with dopamine. In fact, I'm going to make a video pretty soon that talks about stop doing the dopamine detoxes because I see all these videos about dopamine detox. I had clients tell me, I was like, why are you doing that? That's dumb. But there's nothing wrong with dopamine. But what I will tell you is dopamine is actually works best when it's paired with a few other chemicals, one of which would be like serotonin, oxytocin. And so when you have that, I'm motivated, I'm driven, I'm excited, I'm going to go after something. And you pair it with some of those more pro-social brain chemicals that bond us and tie us to other people. Then we get that good serotonin. We get serotonin when we do something that we feel proud of, particularly in the context of our tribe, our people, our group, our community, because we accomplished something that makes other people proud of us. And it's like when we achieve a goal, uh, that's a situation where, you know, you've done something maybe obsessively, maybe over the top, you've put a lot of energy into it, but at the end of it, you feel good about it. So I don't want you to try to turn off this addicted personality. I want you to direct your addicted personality because we need you because you are the person that is built to push through obstacles. You are the person that is built to not accept no. You are the person who is built to have a dream and a vision and no matter what anyone else says to keep going at it until you get there or die trying. That's what you're supposed to be doing. And I don't think that you're broken. I think you're just pointed in the wrong direction. It's just, you know, when you watch like superhero movies, there's always like a supervillain and the supervillain usually has powers too, right? And the only difference in the two people is one is using their powers for the good and one is using their powers for the bad, but you both have powers. And when you're this ADHD or addicted type personality person, this is your power. Your obsessive, your obsessor is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, there are some drawbacks to being this obsessive type person. Mostly we drive people around us crazy a little bit, mostly drawbacks for them, but we don't destroy them or kill them or really destruct our families unless we're putting it in that addictive territory. If you've got it in the right direction, you'll probably just be slightly annoying to the people around you. Like I am with my family when I'm just like over the top about things <laughs> and my staff as well. They see that too. I just want you to know there's nothing wrong with you and you just need to redirect it. And you can look at, you can call it whatever you want to call it. You can go to treatment, you can go to church about it. But if you will just redirect it and stop telling yourself, oh my gosh, I'm broken. I'm addicted. I'm never going to get better. It's not true. I see people get better all the time. I see people get better that don't ever go to treatment. They literally just redirect their energy. It's one of the reasons why I absolutely love working with addicted people because I just like the people that they are. They're usually type A motivated. When they're not chasing down addiction, they have a lot of energy. They have goals and dreams and desires and they're willing to go after them. And I like that about people. So one of the things that I do with the people that I see is I just try to see, listen to them long enough to figure out where their energy is supposed to be going and just really encourage them to put their energy that way. 
and it's really cool and awesome and fun to watch them shift out of it and watch that energy go in a different direction and watch them be successful and happy. I can think of immediately 10, 12 cases come to my head just immediately without even trying to like think of people who who once they stopped obsessing about the wrong things and redirected their obsessor, how their life changed. I can think of a guy who I was seeing who had always been really smart with tech things and online things and had gotten himself an addiction and gotten on the wrong path. And literally within a year of him getting sober, his business had taken off. He was like, it was working. Things were going into place. I could think of another client who immediately when they got sober, they were just like so happy. They were like going all these really cool places, making all these cool memories, like exercising, working out, feeling good. It's like becoming who you were really meant to be. And it really is just a mind shift. One of my clients used to say that his family would tell him like he was all or nothing. And I say, oh, no, you're not. You're all or all. And he laughed. He said, I think you're right. And so now he always tells me that, oh, I was got my all or all going. That's right. That's that addicted personality. And I want you to like own it. I want you to just absorb it, take it in your heart and run with it instead of fighting against it, instead of thinking that there's something wrong with you. Now, that addicted personality thing, when you get it going in the wrong direction and you're chasing these empty roads, these empty goals that you're addicted to, it will lead you to a moral issue. It will lead you to a spiritual corruption. And that's why addiction gets such a bad name. So people think that you're a bad person and that's why you're addicted. That's not the case. You're addicted and that will turn you into a bad person. It turns you into this mode of selfishness. And because you're doing things when you're in that addicted cycle that you feel guilty about, your brain starts to do what all of our brains do. And it starts to get defensive of why we're doing what we're doing. And it's all caught up in rationalizing, justifying, defending, building resentments about everyone and everything else around us because everyone and everything around us is telling us we're wrong. And so it creates this addicted behavior, addicted thinking, which I'm just going to be honest, it is morally messed up. It is corrupted. It is selfish. I'm not going to pull any punches and tell you, no, it's not their addiction. It's not their fault. Having an addiction will turn you into that person, but we all have the capacity for good and we all have the capacity for bad and it's just what side are we going to nurture what's what part are we going to develop it's not that people develop addictions because they're bad it will turn you into a different person and the reason i know they're not bad is because you take the addiction out you look at them three months six months one year later and you can see that they are a thousand percent completely and utterly a different person you can also take someone who's a really great person and get them addicted. And guess what? They'll do all the same things. So it's not about the things that addicts and alcoholics do. It's not because they have bad character. They do the things because they are in this driven state. They're just driven to the wrong things. And then they get in this, I'll do whatever I got to do to get it. But you can see that people who invent really cool things, who do really cool things, who are artists, they are also that I'll do whatever I have to do to get it. It's just that normally you don't have to do things to other people to do it when you're trying to 
build something or become something or create something. It's all about using your superpowers for the good. That's another thing that addicts and alcoholics do that make them suffer for so long is they try to tell themselves that they're going to bring it into balance and manageability. Here's what I'd ask you. Are you balanced and manageable by other things? Probably not. I can't even balance and manage my Netflix content consumption. So saying that I can balance and manage my alcohol, which literally turns off the filter and any ability that I had to balance and manage, well, you turn that off when you put the drug in. So you already have a limited capacity for that as a person who has addictions. And then you're going to turn off whatever capacity was there with the drug. There's no chance in that. Stop trying to balance it. Stop trying to be balanced. Just just say, you know, this road over here is non-productive and it leaves me feeling worse in the end. But I can also choose to go down this road. So I choose to like myself with content that makes me feel creative or inspired or makes me motivated. <laughs> if I have to listen to some kind of motivational speech or listen to a book or whatever it is, you can control it's like steering. It's like you can steer the direction of your obsessor if you just try. And I know that all of you know that. And I know that all of you have chosen to steer that in the right direction. You've chosen to steer that in the wrong direction. You've probably kind of done it enough to know how your system operates. A lot of times you guys are like, is it okay to share this video with my loved one? This video, as long as your loved one or your person you want to send it to, is it going to be offended by the word addicted? you can send them this video. This is the one to send because I really do wish everyone that had a, an addiction could hear this. Cause I think if you could hear this and understand this about yourself, you wouldn't worry about that word addicted so much anymore. Be like, yeah, that's me. You'll just be like me when your husband tells you, why are you making 50 pounds of broccoli salad? I'm like, dude, have you met me? That's just me. I'm just like, hello, I'm Amber. I'm an addict or whatever. It's okay. You just need to be proud of it. And you'll feel proud of it when you put it in a direction that you feel good about. If you are listening on the podcast, we are glad you're here. I told you guys last week, but I'll remind you, I'm now making all the live videos, the ones that are Thursdays at one. They are also going to be in podcast form. You can find them on Apple, Google, and Spotify, and YouTube actually has a little tab that says podcast. So you can, you can see all the live episodes if you don't like to watch them or you'd rather listen while you're driving. They're available on podcasts, so check them out there. Thanks, everybody. And I'm going to put up that video for you about Chris who turned himself into a millionaire once he stopped chasing that addiction. See everybody next time.